Hello, my name is Joel Vanderskell, and today is day five of the 90-day challenge. This week, we are establishing the foundations of the discipleship pathway in order to grow in lifestyles of worship, community, and mission by the end of these 90 days. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers to this time or just continue to sit in the presence of God. The Discipleship Pathway is a framework to help people understand practically what it could look like to follow Jesus in everyday life, in any season, in any place, and with anyone. Today, we were reflecting on how God will use us to have an impact on those around us who do not yet know him. Acts 1.8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. This introductory chapter of Acts sets up a connection between the first volume of stories on Jesus' life, which is Luke's gospel, and this new volume of stories about the early church. The opening lines explain that after Jesus was raised from the dead, he spent 40 days with his disciples, teaching them about the nature of God's kingdom and promising the Holy Spirit. The disciples, however, still did not quite understand when, in verse 5, they asked Jesus if he was going to restore the kingdom to Israel at that time. He explained to them that it is not important for them to know the time set by God for these future events, but instead, as our passage for today says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Right after this, Jesus ascended into heaven to his place at the right hand of God the Father. And though the disciples finally saw Jesus for who he truly is, they still did not fully understand the kingdom that was to come. Before Jesus, many Old Testament prophecies were interpreted to be speaking of the Messiah's restoration of the kingdom of Israel. But Jesus has revealed in his life and teaching that his aim is much higher, to bring the kingdom of God to the entire world. So even though Jesus does not give the disciples the answer they're looking for, in Acts 1.8, he tells them what they need to know about the coming of God's kingdom. They will be a part of bringing it to fruition by witnessing to others about him by the power of the Holy Spirit. For the last few days, we've been reflecting on our discipleship journey from the perspective of our personal worship and our daily relationship with God. And we've thought about how we are able to support our sisters and brothers as we all seek to do this together. These aspects of our faith are incredibly important, but it is not the whole picture. Because just before Jesus left his disciples, he gave them these words about what they are to be doing as a part of restoring God's kingdom here on earth. They are called to witness to the world about Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit. And that same call applies to all who have come to believe in him since then. 
from the beginning, God has used his people to accomplish his purposes in the world. And as you continue on through these 90 days, don't be surprised if God wants to begin to use you too. We all have a story to share about how Jesus has impacted our life. Or as the passage says, a story that can serve as a witness to others about who Jesus is and what he's done. And we who decided to follow Jesus have been given the Holy Spirit with the same power who raised Christ from the dead to live inside of us, giving us power and courage and wisdom and strength to be his witnesses in the world. You're going to hear more about this when we spend time reflecting on the lifestyle of mission later in these 90 days. But it is important to begin reflecting on this now. We must continue to keep our eyes, ears, and hearts open to the people around us and the impact that God may want to have on their life through us. A few days ago, the LiveScent tool was referenced as one of the two tools to become familiar with through the 90 days. As a reminder, the LiveScent tool is a way to be intentional about living a lifestyle of mission among the network of people in which God has placed us, and this is where it comes into play. You can pick up a LiveScent tool at the info desk at New Life Church or find a PDF copy at discipleshippathway.org. You will see that there are spots to write down the names of people to get to know, to serve, and to share the gospel with. To fill out your list, you can ask God to bring to mind the names of the people he wants you to write down. Some may come to mind immediately, but it's okay if not. God may get your attention later to help you notice a person the potential to share the gospel with them. Or you may just come to realize that a certain friend or family member does not yet know Jesus, and you want them to. Anyone who does not yet know Jesus, or even if you're just not entirely sure about where they stand with him, is a good candidate for this list. Now, from your list of names, you have the opportunity to further get to know them, to serve them, and to share the gospel with them, which are all ongoing actions for lifestyle of mission in the discipleship pathway. As stated, you will hear more about this later, but we wanted to introduce this now, giving the ability to hear from God about the people in your life throughout the whole 90 days. Regardless of taking steps of faith with specific people, we can always pray for God to use us to witness to others. A simple way to do this is to pray for Bob. No, not a specific person. This is an acronym with three parts that serve as a guideline for prayer for our personal lifestyle of mission. The first B stands for burden. We can ask God to shape our hearts to be more like his. If we begin to see every person as someone created in God's image who needs to know and believe the gospel, we can start to feel a burden in our hearts for them to be saved. This burden helps us in our motivation to share with others. The O stands for opportunities. We can, we can ask God to give us opportunities to share the gospel with them. And as we do, he will begin to give us these opportunities. This is also a great time to pray for the people on our Live Sent tool, asking God to soften their hearts for the gospel and for opportunities to share with them. The second B stands for boldness. As we are more burdened for the people around us to know Jesus and come across opportunities to share, we still need the boldness to share openly and honestly about the gospel with someone else. We have the Holy Spirit living in us, and we can ask for the Spirit to further embolden us in our sharing. So keep your eyes open during these 90 days for how God may want to use you in the lives of those around you. When it appears that God may be directing you towards a specific person, or you begin to think about a friend or a family member who does not yet know Jesus, write them down on your LiveScent tool in order to remember these people and to pray for them. And as you pray for these people, also begin to pray for Bob, asking God to use you in his kingdom advancement.
Yes, that was a lot of information, and it's okay if you don't remember all of it right now. Regardless of that, let's take a moment to return to our passage for today. Consider what from the passage or today's reflection stands out to you. Acts 1.8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. What word or phrase jumped out at you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this? Jesus, we thank you that you saved us and sent others into our lives so that we could hear the good news. Help us to remember our own need for the gospel and use that to increase our burden for other people to know it too. Give us opportunities to share the gospel with others. Bring people to mind in our lives who need to know you. Soften their hearts and put us in the position to share. Grant us the boldness to share honestly and with power and conviction about who you are, what you've done, and how you're impacting our life. We want to be a part of your kingdom breaking out here as it is in heaven. Take a few moments to add your own personal prayers or to continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections into the coming day, let us not forget that Jesus died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, my soul, my mind, and my strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all of my hope in you. Amen.